Okay, if I was a substitute teacher and I walked into a classroom and I see a kid's name on the attendance list with numbers in it, like, I'm out. Like, I'm walking out. What's the buzz, y'all? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? What is the buzz? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of What's the Buzz. I'm Carolina, and joining me today are Jill, Becca, and the newest member of our team, Casey. So welcome, Casey. Do you just want to introduce yourself real quick? Hey, guys. I'm Casey Daly. I'm a sophomore in journalism, and I'm super excited to join this podcast. I've been with Buzz since 2018. Thanks so much, Casey. We're super excited to have you on our show uh, for the rest of basically until we're doing this. So super exciting. It should be a good summer. So today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk and Grimes' baby, a very big topic sort of in social media right now. We're going to be talking about conspiracy theories and so much more. So let's just jump right into our first topic. Okay. Uh, For most, Elon Musk and Grimes seem like a weird pairing. Not only are there signs of a rocky relationship, but they also get into Twitter wars with themselves and other celebrities like Azalea Banks. The couple made headlines once again for the choice of name for their newborn baby. Um, Each letter and symbol represents the couple's favorite things. Um, There's a full explanation of this. I'm not entirely sure if this is like correct, but this is what I got from the internet. And as we know, the internet is always right. So um, the X is just pronounced X and um, that was Grimes' contribution. It basically just represents an unknown variable. A-E is pronounced ash, also what Grime suggested, and it's like an alternative spelling of AI, which is artificial intelligence. A-12 is Archangel 12, which is like Elon Musk's favorite plane um, built by the CIA and was first flown in like 1962. Um, So in total, um, the name should be pronounced X-Ash Archangel 12. So... Yeah, what do you guys think about this? Like, why do you think they, like, chose these kind of weird phrases and, like, variables and stuff? It's very confusing to me. It's, like, are... Part of me is, like, are... Did they really want, like, genuinely want this name for their child? Or were they just doing it to sort of be, like, different and, like, weird sort of like that? Like, I don't really know. Like, I watched a... I saw an interview with Elon Musk and they're... The interviewer was asking him like how do you pronounce the name and he was it, it looked like he was kind of like embarrassed to even say like the real name it was really it was like a, he's just awkward too but like it was a really weird interview where it was like I, I don't know like this is your child like I feel like he should be really excited and when he was he was just like kind of like hesitant to answer the question which was kind of weird for me yeah but, for sure like if you even look at his like past kids they all have like really normal names but like once he and grimes got together it's just like what what were they trying to do there like i get celebrities can like do whatever they want and there are like a lot of weird celebrity names but like this name isn't even that legal um according to the state of california like you're not allowed to have any like numbers it has to be letters really yeah i didn't know that Yeah, I think it's, like, it's really on brand just for Grimes and Elon Musk. Um, It's almost like they're just, like, not real. Elon Musk is, I feel, just really awkward in general whenever I've seen him do interviews and things. Um, One thing is, 
Okay, if I was a substitute teacher and I walked into a classroom and I see a kid's name on the attendance list with numbers in it, like, I'm out. Like, I'm walking out. Like, Literally. <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you do? You can't, like, I don't know. You have to ask them how to pronounce their name. Like, I'm sure this kid is going to have a nickname or something growing up. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I don't even know what you would do. Like, call him X? Call him Ash? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just it's just so odd. I don't know. What do you think, Becca? Uh, I'm not. I wasn't that weirded out by like the first part of it because when I was in gender and women's studies, there, ge- yeah, gender and women's studies, there was a really well-known story about like called, it's called Baby X and how using an unknown variable allowed the baby to relate to both genders and not have to conform to anything. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe she was on that route. But I don't, I don't really get the uh, fighter jet part or how you're really supposed to say the rest of it. Yeah. I did, I did see a meme where it's like, uh, X, Ash Archangel and Gekume, which is XXX Temptation's kid, are going to oh be gosh. like ruling this nation. Oh my gosh. It's just going to be, oh it's just going to be like names with numbers in them. I saw a thing that was like trying, like, the baby trying to like sign up for like different accounts and then like try to put their name in and it's like you can only use a letter is it like in the name and things like that and like how the name could basically be a password to something like just like a bunch of memes like that that are really funny where it's like i don't know it could cause some problems just like technical problems like that um but i'm curious to like see how this child like what they go by and like I mean, this kid's already, like, growing up in the public eye, sort of, and, like, people are already commenting, like, like, what we're, like, what we're doing, we're literally, like, commenting on this, like, baby, like, that's just crazy that this kid is gonna grow up with, like, people already sort of knowing all this stuff and, like, already being a controversy. Yeah, so, like, based on that, do you think that, like, they should still name their kid this, or, like, should they, like, try to like make it so that like each letter and phrase is like an alphabetical thing that's like spelled out they're celebrities they can do what they want i'm sure they could like bypass true any law and you know not in that case but yeah so i heard this i heard this theory that the letters actually stand for kyle and then it's just gonna be pronounced kyle i saw that too Um, (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember the exact thing, but it was like, I remember it was the 12, 12 is the, um, L is the 12th letter in the alphabet, so that's where they got the L, I'm not sure about um, the KY and the E, but it would just be really funny if they're just trolling all of us and this kid's name is actually just Kyle. I would be, that would be so funny and I would not even like, I wouldn't be surprised to like, make this huge like thing on the internet and like in the world about this baby and it's it's just kyle i agree but i did see that that'd be interesting yeah and wasn't there like some type of like like some situation between like grimes's mom and elon musk and like she was upset with elon for like opening up his tesla company um factory Oh, there was something I read. I don't remember exactly what the details were, but it was something. I think you're right. Something about them being, like, there was some type of, like, tea between them or something. Yeah, Yeah. no. All I had heard was that someone, um, I thought it was someone on Twitter who had said, like, 
Elon Musk should be uh, arrested for trying to open Tesla Industries in the middle of a pandemic, and Grimes's mom retweeted that. Oof. <laughs> Ouch. Not a good oh, sign. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how, like, we can, like, argue with people over social media, like, nowadays and stuff. Because I remember that Grimes and Elon Musk actually, like, unfriended each other, like, a couple a couple months ago, and now they have a kid. So dang, what's yeah. what's their like timeline of their relationship? Like, um, I think it was either 2017 or 18. They both showed up to like the the Met Gala together, oh, yeah. and everyone kind of assumed that they were together. But um, yeah, uh, there's like a lot of conflict in like their relationship. Um, that's kind of reflected in like the divorces that Elon Musk has had like in the past and stuff. So I'm not really sure if it's gonna last. Like, not gonna lie. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, sometimes with like celebrity relationships and like I don't know, it can always be crazy. I have no idea though. Something yeah. that something that I think might signify some conflict in the future is actually regarding the baby. So. On Twitter, all these journalists, um, they were asking both of them, okay, what's the gender of the baby? And Grimes um, sent out this huge thing like, okay, we're going to let the baby decide the gender for themselves, um, see what they identify as. Um, And Elon Musk responded to one of the tweets, um, just one sentence, it's a boy. Oh my God. That's a pretty big um, issue that they don't (laughs) seem to be... um, decided on so i think that definitely um reflects some conflict yeah that might be that i you're right i've heard totally forgot that was a thing that I, I like heard about that that's crazy i don't know i think elon's just that type of person i know i mentioned it earlier in the week but I, it, she misspelled uh the aircraft name and he corrected her and he was like sr17 but yes oh my god I, like, I forgot Bro, that's so funny. That's so extra. But, like, I guess he's just one of those people, you know? Yeah, I just, he just seems like he just li- lives to correct people. <laughs> that's okay. And I think she responded, like, I'm sorry, I've been bedridden, like, all week. I'm sorry that, like, I misspelled it. And then he, he responded again, like, with, like, a, a snarky comment or something. That's oh, This is over Twitter, right? Yeah, over Twitter. Oh my gosh. Why don't they just talk about it? It's so funny. Well, it should be interesting to see whether or not the state of California will let X Ash I can't even pronounce it, but it's X Ash Archangel Twelve be a thing. If they do, I'm moving there and naming my future child something weird too. So inspired by Elon Musk and Grimes' baby, our song week for this week are songs that the baby would probably listen to. Um, the songs that I picked were Our Friends Electric by Two Wave Army. This is kind of like a new wave song. Um, and the band that Gary Newman was a part of before he like started his solo career. But I would definitely regard the song as like a starting point for new wave to like start from like the the late 1970s to early 80s. Uh, then we have Venus as a Boy by Bjork. I just think that she has like one of the most interesting voices like in like music history. And then I have Baby's Eyes by Neon Indian. Um, the song just sounds really futuristic. And if Pink Floyd were to like continue like their career like as a band, it would probably like 
they'd probably like involved e like evolved into the sound um but yeah so just when we thought that it couldn't get weirder did Grubhub users seriously just get catfished by the beloved fictional mouse, Chuck E. Cheese? Something notable is Shane Dawson's conspiracy theory that pieces of uneaten pizza left at tables will be reused and served to other customers. For legal reasons, I will not say that this theory is true or false. Anyways, for some reason, I'm not totally shocked that Chuck E. Cheese was caught selling their pizza on Grubhub under the name Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Apparently, this is also the name of a fictional character in the Chuck E. Cheese universe, you know, the one that plays the drums on stage. What do you guys think about this? Ooh, this is tea. Okay, so I watched, like, that video, the Shane Dawson one, about the, like, the Chuck E. Cheese thing, and it's, like, crazy. Like, the pizza literally looks insane every time someone orders it. And, like, my friends have gotten it and have, like, sent pictures and, like, I mean, the, the pieces just don't match up. Like, it's a weird pizza. Like, I definitely, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but, like, I definitely think it could be, um, which is interesting. I mean, that would definitely be bad, but, I mean, just, like, based on what I've seen, I definitely wouldn't, like, rule it out. I don't know what you guys think about that. I honestly don't even know. Like, sometimes on, okay, so sometimes on TikTok, I'll get, like, videos on my For You page of literally people from Chuck E. Cheese, like, the, the mascot, like, dancing or something, or, like, them just, like, re recording in the kitchen, and I was like, this is literally why you guys all have all these conspiracy theories. Literally. Like, dancing in the kitchen. It's such weird, it's so weird, and also that mouse is just creepy, like, the, the, like, weird one that, like, plays music on stage or whatever, like, that mouse. Yeah, like, the animatronic. Yeah, what the heck is that? Like, oh my gosh, that's not- I Fun. So they actually retired that um, the music on stage with like the like animatronic band. So they found that. So in 2017 they stopped it because they found that um, the kids were getting like really creeped out by it. Yeah. And oh also <laughs> technology, like you know, like every little kid has like a tablet, and that's how they entertain themselves. Um, so they quit doing that like little weird band thing because. Um, their reasoning was that they couldn't keep up with technology and the kids these days. Interesting. Yeah, so do I they mean, have anything like instead? Is it just the games and like the arcade and stuff? I don't know. Um, they probably have adapted a little bit. It would be um, funny to look into it. Um, I think that it was really though, I think it was really misleading. Um, the name of the fake company, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Because who is actually going to look at that and think, oh my god, that's definitely Chuck E. Cheese. That's the fictional character from the Chuck E. Cheese universe. Like, no one knows that. True. Especially if you're over, like, 10 years old. So, like, I think that's definitely a way for them to legally get around it. But it's just really misleading. No, I agree. I, like, did not know any of that. And so, like, I don't know. I just think that's weird. Especially if they're not saying anything and they literally just, like put their food under that name like I don't know it is misleading like I don't think anyone would really know and I think it's interesting I've seen like p people like on Instagram be like oh just ordered like pizza from Chuck E. Cheese and I'm guessing like that's how they did it but I don't know is that even like allowed to just like sell it under this like fake name that like is not real I don't know 
I don't know. I think that it's like an interesting like point to pick up because I feel as if companies do that kind of stuff like all the time. We just don't really know like when they're gonna do it and like how bad it is really. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't even think that like the Chuck E. Cheese pizza was like that bad, but um, it's good. If I were to take it, it, yeah, it's really it's good. It's pretty good. But like, I feel like it would be different now i don't know i i feel like there's something wrong with the pizza if they have to like rebrand themselves though like maybe they use some weird type of like preservative or something yeah i don't know it's just like the thing about that was interesting was the thing about like shane dawson's like conspiracy theory video like blew up with that where it was like clearly like leaving uneaten pieces of pizza at the table and like reusing it is not good like very not good at all so that would definitely get them in trouble but like at the same time it looks like it literally could be like true because if you look at the pizza literally all the pieces are don't match up like at most of the pizzas that they get so i think like that's interesting like maybe i like you're saying joe like they're using this fake name to like sort of escape that um so that people don't really know that it's like them and since they were associated with like the conspiracy theories but i have no idea objectively Chuck E. Cheese is just gross and like in my that's my opinion I guess um I can't believe that my parents ever let me go there and I think they know that they're in some real trouble because so many little kids go there they get their boogers everywhere like they get their like little sweaty little kid germs everywhere and (laughs) I think after stuff opens back up who's gonna want to take their kid to Chuck E. Cheese probably no one so you you have to have some sympathy for them in that respect that they need to make some money um, because I think they know what's coming. Um, one good thing I will say about Chuck E. Cheese, there is, okay, let me know if you guys remember this. Um, I mean, I've, I'd been there as a little kid for birthday parties, even though I'm never letting my kids go there. Um, there was this little photo booth and you would like sit in it and you would take a picture, like you would smile, and then it would print out like a little ID, and it would say like Hannah Montana, professional rock star. Oh my god! Like, held on to that forever. So oh that gosh. was what. That's I true. Say. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I have had some funny memories there. So. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I remember. Okay. Um, I was actually. So my friend sent out like an invitation to like everybody in my class. I was like eight or nine at the time. And my mom and I go to Chuck E. Cheese and literally no one's there because we got the date wrong. So we just kind of stayed there and oh, just like no. played arcade games, which was really nice and won like a lot of stuff. But it was just like, why? Like, why did that happen? Like, why didn't we like pay attention oh to gosh. it more, you know? <laughs> so funny. So yeah, this scandal is very personal I think for all of us because we I feel like everyone's kind of been there as a kid and this is why I will never trust it again definitely a bit alarming that the company didn't even list its affiliation with Chuck E. Cheese on its delivery apps um, like I said you ought to have some sympathy for the company which probably won't get customers anytime in the near future um, but in my opinion, what they did is straight up misleading, even though technically they got around it legally by calling Pasquale's a side project. Um, I guess we'll never really know their true intentions, though. To me, they seem a little bit obvious. 
Um, so going along with the Elon Musk and Grimes theme, um, I picked out three songs. Um, the first one is called Vanished by Crystal Castles. Um, I've been getting into them a lot recently, um, just when I've been like riding my bike, working out during quarantine. Um, then I picked a song called Vine Shrine by Purity Ring, um, who I was really into, I think, in high school, um, like in 2016. Um, but I just thought it was very uh, fitting for the theme. And then the third song I picked out is called Feel It All Around by Washed Out. And if you guys have seen the show um, Portlandia with Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein, um, that's the theme song to that show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I've been trying to search for that song forever. <laughs> like legitimately, I love it so much. You know, like since being in quarantine, a lot of productions have been like put off, like TV series and movies. And something I didn't think I would miss that much is the music videos. And however, some artists have gotten around this and have been able to still release music, like Harry Styles. There's Watermelon Sugar music video. I, I was personally in awe. It like shook me to the core, and you know, like Twitter went crazy. Do you guys have any thoughts about it? I think Carolina should go first. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a um that was a, a wild ride, a roller roller coaster for me because you know, he he was like teasing it sort of. Um I gotta say Harry Styles has a really good like PR team or whatever because they like are the best at like like previewing videos and teasing videos and stuff. Um, for like every single video he's done, there's been some like cool, like side project thing that have le- that has like led up to the release of the video. Like for this one, it was like there was like a, a literal website for the music video, and like you would go there every day, and there'd be this table, and every day there'd be a new object on it until um, then, like the day before, there's a video with the table, and then Harry Styles comes out at the end of it, and you're like, oh my god. Um, and then it finally came out and it's beautiful, you know, so it's amazing and it's very, it's very summer. Um, I thought, I don't know, I was, I was also in awe, like you said, Becca, and I personally, I was shook. So I do, I do love that music video. Definitely, I think one of his best, but I mean, he has great music videos. So. Do you know if they filmed that before quarantine or during quarantine? I was what? They did it. I know they did it before because he said, "I well, I had been, I had seen pictures of it a couple months ago, like of them filming. I think they filmed in Malibu, and he was like, he like tweeted and said, like, don't try this at home. So like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, that I don't know. I don't think he would do yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't but, think so either. Yeah, I remember seeing pic. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures earlier, and we we're like, oh my gosh, they're filming this music video. What the heck is it gonna be? Oh so, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, I actually was, <laughs> I remember coming across that on Twitter. Yeah, it was kind of tea. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, what the heck is this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, my friend out. did it. She hadn't seen it yet, and I was like, you need to sit down and watch this. And she was screaming the whole time. She was like, I don't know. I, I didn't deserve this, but I did at the same time, and I was, I, I, I feel it. True. But also another person uh, who's been releasing music is Kalani. Do you guys know who she is? Yeah. Wait, yes. guys. She's great. Wait, can I say one thing about Watermelon Sugar? Yes. Yes. One thing that I really, really, really appreciated about Watermelon Sugar 
is that it was kind of about like not worshiping but I guess just like respecting like the female body which I just feel like has been it's so objectified in so many other music videos um I just think he did a really good job of portraying that message and I think that's are so many like young girls are fans of Harry Styles and I just think that's a really good message for him to put out this is really true and they I would I also love in all his videos like that I can think of like he's had you know women of all different body types women of color like it hasn't just been you know your typical like music video and it's not like like you were saying Casey is not like objectifying and it's like um, really celebrating, I think, like the body and celebrating like physical touch and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. And it was also just a fun video. So like being able to incorporate that, I think that was really cool too. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember Carolina when we were painting at my apartment, uh, forgot one, but I was like, oh my God, this song is so good. But I thought it was about like him taking drugs or something. And you were like, no, it's not about that. <laughs> Did you listen to the lyrics? Wait, which one? Yeah, and you were like, it's obviously oh not gosh. about that. And then we, were, I oh sat down. And I was like, oh, it's not. But. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. I don't remember saying that, but yeah, no, it's a great song. Yeah, moving on to Kalani, who is one of my favorite singers, and she never really was able to produce her own music until now, like on her own, and she actually released like her whole album, uh, like it was good until it wasn't and did a whole quarantine style music video for every single video for every single song and it was so good and it takes like part in different parts of her home like in her gardens in her mansion in her pool like she has a really nice view of the mountains and she uses that for a music video so you know just really enjoying all of that music have you guys mentioned it Wow, that's really cool. I didn't even know that happened, but that's like a really cool way to do it, especially if you have like like a nice house and like the like area to like do a cool music video like that. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's yeah, like everything like, you would need too, to be honest. Yeah, and like all of her assistants that she had been quarantining with were all in the music video as like actors with her, apparently. That's what I've that's what that's I've heard. Really just cool. like you know, so she's make sure she's still social distancing but I don't, I don't know I never expected that from Kalani if you guys have kept up with her throughout the years but everyone usually didn't take her that seriously but then she produced this full album by herself and everyone's like pretty shook yeah I've, I'm really enjoying um, it was good until it wasn't um, I really like that she did a quarantine music video I think that's a good example of just someone using their platform for good because um so I haven't seen the video so I'm gonna um watch it for sure um and I'm sure it's very artistic I'm sure it's very good um but more than that I feel like it kind of portrays kind of this message of stay home even I'm doing it um mm -hmm. and I think that's a good message for fans yeah I thought it was like even better, like um, she started all of this off with her single Toxic and she actually filmed the music video on her MacBook and I was like oh my gosh like is, if she can still like produce music videos 
like other people can too. And I actually feel like a lot of people started releasing a lot of music after that. Weirdly enough, like suddenly Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande is like, I'm gonna produce some music. And then a lot of things have been popping up on my Spotify. Something weird that um, some friends and I have been talking about is Netflix kind of just releasing a bunch of stuff at once. So I wonder if they were planning to release all this stuff like throughout the year. Um, but it almost seems like they were kind of prepared for everyone to be in their homes. Um, so it's like a question of like, oh my God, did they like somehow know? Or did they just decide to release all this at once because they knew everyone would be able to watch um tv i don't know there's just something weird yeah that's true that's there's been a lot of just netflix stuff coming out that's really true like people have been like oh my gosh this came out you should watch this you should watch this i'm like i can't keep up with everything they just released like avatar the last airbender like a week ago and i've just been binging that like crazy I heard that was a really good show, but I never actually saw oh my it. Yeah, please watch it. <laughs> Eventually, I will. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely encourage anyone to listening listening to check out Kalani and any other artists to support their content during these times. And I know I've been definitely listening to more music on my daily walks and while I exercise at home, which is what Carolina will be talking about next. Yes. Um. Do you want to talk about your songs real oh, quick? Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. No, you're good. I don't want to skip over your songs because oh. they're good. So. Well, the songs I chose for this, I was kind of struggling thinking about this because I don't listen to that much like electronic music, which is what I was kind of looking for. And I was also looking through TikTok for the songs that people have been memeing on him with. I couldn't really find anything. So I chose Devil's Dance by Jalen Tyree. So I feel like everyone thinks that like this kid's going to like lead the revolution or something, something like that and has like all this power. Um, I also chose Faded by Sick Kick, which is kind of has electronic vibes to it. And like the cover of it is like a robot. So I thought I kind of figured in with all of that weird robot stuff and Dance in Chrono Remix by Aaron Smith, Lovely and Chrono, because it also has like an electronic vibe. So I was just going along that note. Yeah, I definitely think the electronic vibe is like also what I associated it with. Um, but yeah, so as we know, quarantine has affected pretty much every part of our lives, including fitness and health. Um, a lot of people had gym memberships, um, and that would sort of be their primary ways to work out. But since gyms are closed and are sort of one of the easiest places to spread germs, um, people had to change their workout routine and adapt to the circumstances. So I'm curious if you guys, like, if you guys are, like, working out at home or, like, how, if you guys had, like, a specific schedule before and I've had to change it at all like when it comes to working out or anything like that I don't know I usually walked all over campus and that was my workout but now I've been kind of restless so I have to take like an hour and a half walk sometimes like during the day just to like get all my energy out yeah I I used to I mean it's weird because I would always just use like I didn't really at school I didn't really work out that much because I was like oh yeah I am walking around like a lot and you know going from my dorm to class and like it it kind of builds up after a while so that was sort of my like exercise um but like since being quarantined my friends have shown me chloe ting i don't know if you guys know who she is but she's just like basically like um 
like a, one of those yeah one of those fitness people who like has a youtube channel with all these workouts and she has free programs um i'm doing the two-week shred program um and you basically just follow certain videos she has and she lays out every day for you so it's a really uh like a good structured way to do workouts and like i was never like that big in health or fitness or anything like that I would just kind of do whatever so this has definitely helped me like have a routine more and it it was like hard at the beginning but like as you keep going like it gets better so that's something that like I recommend even if you're not like huge on fitness like me it still works pretty well but like, I don't know what about you got you Jill or Casey have you guys been doing anything um well at school I used to go to the gym with my friends maybe like three to four times a week but like during quarantine that kind of fell off obviously um when I was in California I used to run like every single day um there's this app actually I used called like zombies run and it's like an audio experience that kind of mimics you like being in a zombie apocalypse and like running oh my gosh. zombies and stuff but um that's so cool yeah it, it's a really fun app and it's free too so um yeah I haven't been running um that often but um I'll occasionally go out for like a walk or something around like the neighborhood but I want to get back into like using that app again because I thought that was really fun yeah people seem to really be enjoying the Chloe Ting workouts um I have a lot of friends that have tried it out and um I think something though that's dangerous about Chloe Ting workouts is that naturally she just has like such a small frame and like my fear is that like impressionable people will like compare themselves to her just because she's she's so tiny naturally that's just her body type so I think it's definitely like when you like watch those kinds of workout videos it's definitely like valuable to recognize that your body might not look exactly like the fitness model that's doing the exercises um so I've been I've been biking a lot um I haven't really rode a bike since seventh grade but where I live there's a lot of bike paths that I've been discovering that go into like different neighborhoods of Chicago which is like super cool I've just been exploring um something else I got my dad to teach me how to box in the basement so like I just like think it's very empowering it's super fun to just punch the punching bag (laughs) oh my gosh I love that that's so cool I want to do that my friend my one friend had like done that and she said it was really fun just like I don't know like do that so that's really cool um but yeah I'm curious like the story goes back to what you were saying Casey but like the whole thing of like having to have like that summer body and like everyone's like I gotta start working out for the summer and stuff like what are your opinions on like that whole like idea of like a summer body and stuff like that well it's definitely natural for people to gain weight in the winter and lose it in the summer so I do understand the phrase summer body because of that just because when you're out in the sun more and you're walking more and you're outside more yes you're naturally gonna lose weight and when you're inside and you're eating and you're sleeping more and it's dark you're gonna gain weight um so I do get that um this is definitely an interesting summer I've just seen so many jokes about people saying oh well summer's canceled so I don't need my summer body yeah I've been saying those too I think it's like I agree with you where it's sort of like more of like a natural thing like you're probably going to be a little more active in the summer like people go swimming people go on runs you can go outside now and stuff like that um but I think like for me 
it's all it's it's never been something I've really been like that big on like oh I have to like have a summer body um I think I don't know sometimes the idea that like you have to have it can be kind of dangerous where it's like I don't know some everybody has different frames obviously and different body structure so like it might be easier for some people to, to develop those and harder for other people so um I think like the idea that you have to have it is like I don't know I don't really agree with that but like obviously if you want to like do do what you want to do but I know that's been something for me where it's like I haven't really like tried to focus my summer around doing that and I think it should be more about like how you feel personally like if you feel healthy or whatever you want to do I don't know if that makes sense but that's like my take on it sort of yeah you make like a really um powerful point when you say that like it's really like about personal growth I think that like if you want to have a summer body like go ahead do that do you but I feel as if that should be like a personal choice and not something that should be like um encouraged by others in a way like we all like of course like need to be healthy and stuff and like uh focus on our diet and like exercise but um it really boils down to the person and like what they want to do yeah i think i mean another thing is just like for like i think for like advertising for like clothing brands they always not always but a lot of the times they'll be like oh yeah like this is for your summer body or something or like gyms will do that and be like work on your summer body or whatever and like i don't know that's just not like i don't think you have to have that you know um and yeah like you were saying Jill like it's very much like whatever like works for you like healthy looks different on everyone I feel like because everyone's different so like it's not I don't think the best idea to like measure your success based like on the way other people look because if you don't look like that person all the time like everyone's different um yeah working out just has a lot of mental benefits I've found and that's why I really like to try and work out um every day or every two days um Working out is so good for managing anxiety, which I think is very important when we're going through this um, as the world right now. And I also think that it's a good way to feel good about yourself, not how you look, but there's definitely value in pushing your boundaries and finding out your body can do stuff that you didn't think you were able to. Oh yeah, definitely. I think definitely for it just like makes you feel like stronger and just like um I think definitely after like after I work out I feel like refreshed and like just a little happier too and like knowing that like I'm doing something like good for my body especially since I hadn't really worked out before like it's definitely something that I feel like I needed to do or do a little more um but yeah do you guys have any like like specific like pre or post workout like snacks or something that you guys feel like like a good like healthy food that you guys really like so I usually like tea and then like I'll have like a a giant grapefruit I just really love citrusy things and I feel as if I've heard that like it helps with like burning calories slash like suppressing like appetite as well so um yeah that's my go-to nice yeah, Becca, do you have any or like any other thoughts about like working out and stuff like that? Uh, not really. I mean, like I agree with Casey when she said like it really does help with anxiety and like you know just kind of just clearing your mind. I know whenever I like listen to music, I get like super lost in like the music and I'm just like jamming out. 
and then I realized like 30 minutes went by and my legs are hurting. Exactly. Yeah, music yeah. definitely helps. Or like watching videos or like listening to podcasts too, like make it go faster. And just like even like how you back like take walks, like that's even like really great, especially if you're going outside and like, you know, walking around, experiencing new like things. So um, I love taking walks as well. Um, I think it's really important to keep in mind that it's okay if your body changes in quarantine because your routine has, so it's, it's natural. Um, like I said earlier, we often get caught up on trying to sort of get the summer body look, but it's okay if you're not really feeling motivated or working out every single day. Everyone's routine is different, and it's just important to take things at your own pace. Um, so my songs for this playlist theme, um, I was with, I'm with you, Becca, where I was trying to find like something that's kind of like... Uh, mm-hmm. like I don't know robot-ish or like um, electronic something like that but anyway the first one I did is Bizarre Love Triangle which is a famous New Order song um, I think a lot of New Order songs could actually fit with this just just like how their voices and like the synths they use in a lot of their songs um, the next one I have is I Like America and America Likes Me from the third 1975 album um, this one is really interesting. There is like a literal voice in it that like talks. It sounds like kind of like a robot-ish thing. And like uh, when they put like this auto-tune effect on it. So it, it's very kind of weird. So I think that worked. And then the next one is maybe kind of a stretch. But I did Location by Playboy Cardi. Um, just because like the beginning kind of has that vibe. And I also just like the song. So I just kind of wanted to put it on here. But yeah, anyway, I think we're going to move on to another kind of like spooky topic. Okay, guys, so. let's get spooky. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so cringy. Um, I love it. I love it. So there's this app. It's called Rando Nautica, and it has been gaining traction on Twitter, Reddit, and TikTok that I've seen so far. So it's a little bit confusing, but to put it in simple terms, so this app uses your location and it generates points, location points, where there is an anomaly of quantum dot clusters. So basically what that means is a really concentrated area of really high energy or really low energy. So this data comes from an Australian database. So people online have reported having surreal, meaningful experiences at the various locations it has brought them to. Kind of depends on your beliefs, but some people have reported paranormal experiences, things like that. Um, So I'm really into that kind of stuff, and I think it's so interesting. So I tried the app out myself a few days ago, and the locations I was brought to were a dead rat, an abandoned boat in someone's alley and this like really weird parachute thing that I didn't really want to touch. What do you guys think? Oh, that's those are so weird. I've read a lot of weird and like seen like the TikToks of like really interesting ones. Um, I did it as well like the other day. I just went on a walk and I it, it, I don't know if it really worked, but, like, it just took me to this person's house, and, like, it didn't really seem, like, weird or anything, but I noticed that there was, like, this, like, in front of the house, like, a pile of, like, leaves just around, like, that house, so, like, that was kind of weird, where it was, like, the leaves were only in front of that house, and, like, the rest of the houses on the block, like, didn't have leaves on in front of it, like, on the sidewalk, so I thought that was kind of weird, but that's, like, where I 
I went and like that's how I try it out but I might try it out again and see I don't know if I can get more places but it's interesting. I actually did it last night with a couple of my friends and my it was me uh my tr- friend Trinity and my friend Jacob like didn't really believe it but my friend Adetta who kept driving us around to the places was like screaming because she the like the first location wanted to take us to uh, like a parking lot in front of the, this big forest preserve in my town and there was like a bathroom there and my friend started screaming she's like oh my god I need to use the bathroom this like oh my god <laughs> and she was like what? oh my god this works I needed to use the bathroom and she was like trying to open the door and like all of us were sitting in the car like get back get back get back and she's like you know what we need to do this oh again god. and so she kept and so she's yeah. like, all right, everyone think of a word. And so we chose like mystic and it took us to this one house that she was like, oh my God, it looks like a castle. And it was like, it was kind of a reach, but she was like, I want to believe this is real so badly. And I was like, all right, You're like, I'll, I'll let you believe in this. But like, it kind of worked, I feel like. Yeah, it's almost like a question of, do people just find meaning when they want to? Um, I have so I've gone through all the threads on Reddit on Twitter and like people have really had meaningful experiences um they found so one girl um she wanted to look for the word love and she found on a tree the initials of her and her boyfriend I guess um that I could be all random um so whether it's real or not I just think it's a good way to get out of the house right now and it's a good way to feel adventurous when there's not really anything going on because it definitely was fun no matter what it was just a fun thing to do I think yeah and like I like mine took me like I like walked and it took me to like somewhere like like at least 20 miles not miles 20 minutes away (laughs) um and like like it would give me like a nice like walk I, I was gone for like an hour so like it's another way to like get exercise too if you're gonna and then like I don't know maybe you'll find something interesting too so I think it's a cool way to do that um yeah Jill did you try it out at all or know any other interesting stories oh uh, yeah I did I said that I was gonna like walk to these places but uh I kind of got spooked because I would be like I, I would be alone um but like the first time I tried it it took me to like a family dollar and like the the front of like a pepsi truck and they were like unloading pepsis and then the second time i tried it uh it took me to some like iron like factory or something but uh again i was like too afraid to like go to these places i I just didn't know like where they were specifically and like the types of like neighborhoods they like belonged in just kind of seemed a little sketch to me so yeah, that's true. It was definitely kind of weird going by myself because it was like near my house ish, but like not really. I think it'd be. I think I want to do it again and like go with friends and see if like I don't know. Maybe that'll make it less scary for me not being alone. Yeah, I think I might do that too eventually this weekend. Yeah, I agree. I think I don't know. It's a it's a fun kind of activity, um, and I didn't even know this was like a thing until you brought it up, Casey. So like. Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting, and I think it's it's like weird that people have like crazy life changing experiences doing this. Well, I hope that they radiate positive energy like in the future, and that our lives are changed and stuff. Um, but that's today, or that's it for today's episode of What's the Buzz. Thank you so much for listening, and also a special shout out to WPGU for making this possible. 
Uh, remember, you can check out all of our music picks from today's episode on our Spotify at BuzzMagCU. And we just launched a couple social media accounts that you can follow. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BuzzPodcastCU. So be sure to follow us there. Um, all of this will be listed in the episode's notes as well. We'll be back for more Buzz content next week. Until next time, stay calm and buzz on.